Yeah, what's up, everybody? We're back. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> A brand new episode of R2C2. Um, now, see, we, uh, we're maintaining. We've committed to every Thursday during baseball season. Uh, but yeah. unfortunately, you're still hanging out in Tampa in the warm weather, man. We need to get you up to New York. Yeah, I'm in Tampa. Where, where are you? You are, are you in New York right now? Yeah, I'm literally in my apartment in New York. Uh, uh, you got N- NBA playoffs coming up? Or yeah, exactly, man. NBA. Play- I, I'll host a WNBA draft this week and NBA playoffs Saturday. I'll have a game. But you know what's funny, man? It's like you, we don't know, you know, where our game is until like, you know, two days before. So it kind of like keeps you on your toes for. It makes it sort of exciting, you know. It, it can make prep a little more difficult, but like, obviously, the seating's very much up for grabs, both in the Still, west and the or east. Or is it? Is it? How many games are left? Well, it's only two teams. Either have one or two games left. That's it, you know. Um, and we're recording. It'll release on Thursday. But we're recording before that. Obviously, as the audience listens to this, they will know the seatings. But as we're recording it, we don't yet. So we, you know, see, like we literally. Like stuff can change right now as as we're recording. I think six, seven, and eight can still flop in the East and in the West. These teams are all still yeah. like jumbled up. Everything's all stacked up. Yeah, I know, man. Like, can you imagine? So, I mean, like, because OKC, San Antonio, and the Clippers are all stacked up. Um, you know, Houston probably ends up the three, but they could go as high as two. Portland's still trying to hang on to four. Utah in there, like, there's I – mean, what's crazy is the way the first-round series could line up. I like, know if OKC ends up playing the yeah, Warriors, man. That'd be crazy. Exactly. Can you imagine that as a you, – you know Golden State couldn't want that as a first-round matchup. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. They, it, it, I don't think it really matters who they play. Uh, if they play well, I mean, you know, they, if they're on, they could beat anybody. But I, I think if they if uh, OKC gets a seven seed, they can beat Denver. You think so? I think so. I think you're right too. I, I think especially because sometimes too, you know, with playoff teams like that, it's just like you need to see them go through it, right? Yeah, it's just the experience, and I haven't seen Denver do it, and and uh, you know, so this is a big jump from them coming from. I think they were the eight seed last year, right? They didn't make it last year. They didn't make they, it last year, and they're jumping all the way up to the two seed. Yeah. Remember that uh, last day of the regular season, them and the Timberwolves were fighting for that last spot last year? Oh, Minnesota yeah, last year. It. Yeah. But I know, man. So, anyway, so I don't know where my game is. A lot of times I end up having the game one in Toronto. I've had that, I think, three separate times. Uh, so that could end up my game, but which is – I mean, which is awesome because the crowd there is incredible. Um, but, like, this time of year, dude, it's so fun doing these games. Like, I just love it. I'll have a game this weekend. i have a game next weekend. Then to, if there's enough game sixes, I'll have another one. And then I get at least one second-round game, too. So it's pretty fun, man. Well, yeah, that's good. What about uh, the, the Nets? Um, will Yes oh, come yeah. in or are they just going – we boo both. So yes, will yes, will do the first round, as will um, ESPN and TNT. So the way it works is like, for NBA playoffs, 
the local uh, stations all do the first round in addition to the national telecast. So there's always two options for the first round for teams, you know, which, whereas in baseball, it's just No, you just go straight to the national. Exactly. Exactly. Which, you know, speaking of NBA playoffs, see, is there any team that worries you when it comes to your Warriors? Um, nah, like I said, if they playing good, um, they'll be fine. There's, there's no one that, there's no one that concerns you. Nah, I mean, but the Rockets, Houston's, if CP3 stays healthy, obviously they're really good. Um, but I just think, I mean, you know, the Warriors are so good, man. And and if Steph's playing good, KD's locked in, they're going to be hard to beat, man. I know it's, you know, it's one of those things like, the, the NBA regular season always has plenty of storylines in that. But over the last few years, of course, it has been the, oh, will it matter in the playoffs or is it just going to be if the Warriors are healthy, they win? Like, I don't know why. I don't In my mind, I do give Houston a, a good shot against them. But I don't know if it's just because I'm trying to find a way that Golden State doesn't cakewalk to the championship, you know? Yeah, I think, I think everybody's just trying to do that. So that's why everybody's like, uh, give, me, give me a trouble team. There's no trouble team if they're playing good. <laughs> if they're healthy, man. I know. They're so damn talented. I am curious, though, too, if a team from the East could beat them. Like if Milwaukee or if Boston gets hot. Or if yeah, speaking of teams, you think, you think Milwaukee uh, has that run into to the finals, you think? I think they can, man. Like, I mean, I, people, I, I feel like people dismiss their chances. And I don't understand why. I just think it's some good teams in the in the East when, when they get there into are. a seven game series. I think Boston's still going to be good in a seven game series. Philly, Philly, Dude, I agree. Is good. Toronto's good. It's going to be the, the East playoffs is going to be really fun to watch. I think. I know, man. Any any of those top four teams are like, if you think about it, like it's almost like a toss up for who would be the favorite coming out of the conference. Even though Milwaukee has had by far the best regular season. Just because we haven't seen it with this group yet, like same thing we were just talking about, right? Like you could easily think. Now I, I think Milwaukee, Milwaukee's a little different than how I view Denver because Giannis is to me the most dominant player in the NBA now. Yeah, and you got Chris Middleton, and you got Bledsoe. You know, what I mean, they, I mean those guys are ridiculous. They got a good, they got a good team, man. But if you think about it, Philly has an amazing starting five. Uh, you know, Boston has. Depth and Hayward started to play better. Toronto's been great this whole year. It's going to be fun to see, man. We and we also we got to give some love to my Nets. See, as you brought them up before, pretty amazing that they're going back to the playoffs after what Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson inherited. I know, right? And, and just not having draft picks for so many years and making through trades and signing guys. I mean, this is this has been it's been cool. It's fun to watch. And see, uh, and see them get back to the playoffs. So, um, hey, we have to make a, a cool R2C2 announcement. We have over 1,000 five-star reviews now, which is awesome. So, Man, people... i got to give you all the credit right there because you always <laughs> hit them with the uh, rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> it's been working, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and we, you know, we appreciate that. So we're going to do a giveaway next episode. So next Thursday, we will have a giveaway to, uh, to say thank you for all the five-star reviews. And, of course, continue, please, to rate, review, subscribe. See, 
What about, how about Glaber? He has his debut episode on Thursday, and then he goes out Thursday night and hits two home runs, man. Yeah, man. The guy's been killing it. Uh, went to Baltimore and, and just, just caught on fire. So it was fun to see. Frazier going deep a couple of times. Uh, Gary waking up, hitting, hitting three yesterday. It's, uh, it's, it was cool. Judgy, judgy going deep. I'm ready to get back, man. I'm, I'm down here watching the games. I'm ready to get back with the boys. I've just been sitting down here, and uh, it makes it a little better. I got, you know, Dylan's down here. He's working hard to get back. Uh, get back. Hixie's uh, down here. Sevy's down here. We got a lot of guys uh, down here. DD's here. Um, so, in that, you know, in that respect, you know, I got guys to hang out with and, and uh, you know, at the field, you know, some guys to work hard with and try to get back. So, um it's been good, man. It's been a good process, but I'm ready to get back. I'm ready to get get out of Florida. Yeah, I bet. I, f- I totally forgot that. You got an entire team down there with you with all these injuries, man. Like, did it feel like for you, beginning of the season, just like, man, one after another to this group and what you guys have had to deal yeah, with? Yeah, I mean, but that, that's a part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's part of being a professional athlete. Part of being a professional team is, you know, trying to have depth and, and, and have a have enough guys to be able to come up and, uh, you know, fill, fill voids until, you know, you get your guys back and we have that and, and the guys been stepping up and, you know, hopefully we can keep holding it down until we get our, our, our full team back and see what we got. You know, though, what's, what's interesting, man, is like people started like, you know, oh man, they're two and four, whatever. And I'm like, how can you even evaluate this team yet when you're without, you know, and Duhar, Hicks, Didi, you, Dellen, Severino, uh, there's another position player I'm forgetting. Oh, Stanton. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's a lot of firepower, bro. That's a lot of firepower. And, I mean, you, you said after two, after six games. How can you evaluate a team after six games? We play 162 games, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to, you know, keep going. And, and uh, especially at the beginning, you know, you're going to have guys go down. You're going to have different things happen. Um, but you just got to, you know, have guys plug in, keep going and, uh, you know, have have your, your, your main guys get back and, and, and be ready to go. It's almost like you can get some guys at the trading deadline or, you know, guys joining the team. It just gives your team a boost as, as the season keeps going. You know, the, the guy who has looked, you know, really good so far is Sanchez and, and he, like, I, I know all of his advanced metrics have been off the charts, like, and he had hit into some bad luck in the beginning. Then, obviously, he started to get the power to go, and he has a three-homer game. How important do you think it was, C, for him to just get off to a good start after what he went through last year, to get off to a start like he has? Man, I think it's huge. I think uh, just for any player, when you have a, a rough year like that, especially him coming off so many injuries and everything, uh, not knowing if you can get back to to yourself and feeling right. Uh, for you to get up to a good start and, and just be feeling good, it just sets you up to have a good season, and uh, it's good to see him, uh, you know, set himself up for that. Yeah. he. I, I feel like a lot of times he's been a guy who's underappreciated, and, and, uh, and for whatever reason, you know, like people would focus on the bad with him rather than the good. But, man, when he's locked in like this, like he, the way he hits – Dude, I mean, he—he's there. There aren't catchers who hit like him. There just aren't. No, there aren't, man. And and I always said, you know, when he's locked in, he's right. He's the best hitter we have, and we have some of the best hitters in the league. So 
um, you know, it's going to be exciting to see him uh, heat up during the summer. You know, that is that was always my thought, too, like watching him like that dude has the most raw talent, you know, of any of the hitters. And so it was almost shocking last year. But that's what you see already this year, that talent again blossoming, which is awesome. How about Glaber, too, man? He looks like totally over whatever he dealt with with the hip last year. He looks locked in and he's still showing that that serious power, man. Yeah, he's got some pop, man. And and uh obviously he talked about it on the on the podcast, how it just got better and better for him, you know, him just getting older and older and coming to his body. Um, you know, it's fun to see him be able to put up some big numbers for us and man, that homer he hit against uh Castro was it Castro? Um, late in the game. I mean, that was huge. So um we needed that win. That, that that was big. I think that was opening day for for um for Baltimore and uh, you know, to see him come up big for us that late. That was uh that was fun to watch. You know, he he is also like he's proof that every Yankee should want to come on R two C two. He comes on <laughs> and two yeah, for sure. And then uh it's lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. Like if, if anybody who's in a slump, like R two C two is the slump buster. You come on, you go yard. That's the way it works, man. That's what we got to let people know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting you back up here, man, so we, we can be uh, recording in person, too. I, it's like, it, I, it's, a, it's amazing, like, how quickly all of a sudden it's like, boom, you're in the thick of the season. You know, like it's baseball season. One week in, and it feels like baseball season. I know, see, we have a lot of uh, questions that people have tweeted in for us as well that I wanted to share you know we always like our our interaction from our audience and yeah, sure. this um this is from courtney courtney fall at court fall on twitter she says how excited are you guys for star wars day yay for cc getting a jedi bobblehead man i'm, I'm trying to decide like do i dress up <laughs> you should man you I'm, should. I'm wondering, should i dress up nah uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm no, no way. I'm super excited though. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun and to be able to have a bobblehead. Uh, I think it's gonna be super cool. Are, are you there? Are you at the park that day? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm at. Yeah, May fourth. I think so. Wait, let me see. Am I at the park? Or am I doing studio? When, when is your first game? Oh no, May May fourth. I'm actually in Vegas for the Canelo fight. So I'm oh, not there okay. for that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, my first game is uh, my first play-by-play is until June for you guys. But then I have a good amount, uh, like the second half of the season. But I'm with you guys doing sideline uh, the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of May when you guys are home against the Mariners. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so if I'll you're pitching. Yeah, save me some, man. I need one. Bad. Hey, you know what's crazy? I always pitch on those weird nights, too. You, you, you do, <laughs> like those huh? Fun, I always pitch on those fun nights. Do you like it? Does it give you energy? Yeah, I love it. You know, the fans get into it, and uh, you can just feel a, little, a different little buzz in the crowd. Dude, I, I remember, like, this is another, like, R2C2 thing. Remember last year we made a big stink? Like, hey... We, we, we brought up to, we said, hey, Craig Carmel, get it done. We need C to have the, the Jedi bobblehead next year. Yeah, and then we made do. it happen. Yeah. That's all R2C2, bro. You get the credit for that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to get credit for Glaber's home runs, you know, for, the, for this bobblehead. <laughs> nah, you get all the credit, man. Oh, I love it, though, man. That's going to be sick. And, you know, 
we get this weekend, we probably are going to get the name of the next uh, Star Wars movie of Episode Nine, and we may get a trailer. They're doing like Star Wars Celebration, which is like their big convention or whatever, and they have a bunch of members of the cast doing panels and stuff. And I just I don't think they would do that if we weren't getting like a trailer or you know the name of the movie or something big. Where they where are they doing this celebration at? They're doing it in Chicago. So yeah. Uh, otherwise, me and you could go. See, man, I was just about to say this is the type of weird shit I'm gonna be doing when I when I uh, when I retire, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's gonna be like where you at? Hey, I'm at Star Wars celebration this weekend. <laughs> We're gonna have to put a camera on you just to see like what's he doing this weekend. Yeah, I'm all in. Oh, uh, then, dude, you have to dress up for. Star Wars night then. Nah, man, you crazy. You got to do it, man. You have to. New York uh, Major Boone tweets, beyond winning the World Series, what is your favorite moment of your career? I think, uh, I, you know what? That, that last game uh, in Milwaukee to get us into the playoffs, um, you know, pitching that complete game. Place was rocking. Um, we were on fire. It was just fun. It was a good time. It was an incredible run, man. Like, it, you know, it's cool, too. Like, that team, you spend, whatever, three months with them. And I know they're still, like, near and dear to your heart. Oh, uh, you know what? Those are some of our closest friends uh, in the world still. You know what I'm saying? So that, that just those three months that we had, you know, it was, it was so much fun. It was magical. We had a good time. So I think that, that just that last game, um, celebration, everything was cool. All right, see, we got this next one. It's coming from... Uh, Elliot Rance, he asks both of us, what does a travel day look like for each of us? How do you prepare for road trips and games? Uh, I'll let you go. Go ahead. For me, a travel day is like, I mean, I kind of have my packing down to a science, you know, so like I could pack 15 minutes before I'm leaving to go to the airport um, and and get it done and and, you know, but, like, when it comes to preparing for road trips and road games, it's like I always got to make sure I got my suits. I, I, I have to have my, my boards and my notes. Um, and I usually like to, like, have that stuff easily accessible because I do a lot of prep work on the plane, man. Like, sometimes I will, like, intentionally not connect to Wi-Fi just because I find it, like, peaceful to do prep work on the plane and be disconnected from the world for some period of time, you know, and, and I like to, when I land, I like to feel as if like I could do the game right then. So between, so that anything I'm doing then once I'm at the stadium or at the hotel is like sort of like added on stuff, but like I've done stuff at my apartment and then on the plane and I feel ready when I'm going, you know, but like one of my key travel moves is like, I try and make sure I eat something good before I leave or like, at an air, if it's an airport that I know has a good spot there, like I don't like to be relying upon like late meals when I get into the hotel or airplane meals. I try and stay away. Yeah. How about you, C? Yeah. I mean, our travel is a little different. Obviously, um, you know, being able to, to use the charter, um, we I, I, most of the time I eat on the plane um, if I can, um, just because of like our, our you know the, the time just up the schedule. Um, it just depends. You, sometimes you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we go on so late or so early 
that you have nothing else to eat but like plain food. <laughs> but uh, not nah, travel day for me. Like uh, most of the time, Amber packs. She packs all my stuff for me, man. <laughs> yeah, like we pack the night before. We'll pack. We'll. we'll I'll help her. We we'll go through it. But she's like, she can. She can do it all. She's. It, like if I'm in there packing it, she'll just like tell me to move out of the way and just do it. So now, after all these years, you know, we'll be in there together and it's kind of like a thing that we do together. Um, and then uh, most of the time uh, I get to the yard and all my prep work, like you do your prep work for the game, all my prep work is, is for like uh, Netflix movies and shows and shit that I need to watch. Depending on, <laughs> depending on how far the flight is, you know what I'm saying, where we going. If we're going to the West Coast, I got to download a couple of movies along with some shows. I might get bored from my shows. Um, so it's just different things like that. Just, you know, getting on the plane. And we get on the plane, it's a good time, man. Most of the time we, uh, you know, playing cards and I'm watching, you know, movies and stuff like that. So um, it's good. Oh, dude, I, I, I got to say, and when we talked about this a little last year, I've never seen a plane that has as much fun as what I witnessed last season with you guys. Yeah, yeah, our plane be pretty. It's pretty fun. We have a good time. And you know what? That is a, a. It's a good caveat you mentioned. When I do fly charter with the Nets or with you guys, then I'm eating on the plane because you guys have great food options. You know. Yeah, but most of the time when I'm flying in the off season uh, with the family, we, we eat before we get on the plane. Um, but but we have that kind of down to a science too. Like my kids are, as long as they have their electronics charged up. Um, we good, man. My kids are old enough that uh, flying with our kids are easy, too. I like it, man. See, you did a very nice job of breaking that down for us, man. That was for like what? a play-by-play uh, play guy. Man? Yeah, I mean, that, that's an easy thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, this question comes from Alex DeMarcina. He says, what do we think is a better sequel, Empire Strikes Back or Godfather 2? Um, I, think, I think Empire Strikes Back. I think I, I think you think Godfather too, right? You know, it's tough, man, because like you really can't. It's almost like you can't get better than either of them as sequels. You know, like like I mean, for most people, they'd say Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie of all time. And, and that's why I say it has to be the best sequel. And I think you're probably right about that. Like I, I mean, Godfather two, I'm obsessed with. I love. The only thing I'd say is I still prefer Godfather 1 just because of uh, getting Marlon Brando in there as Vito Corleone. You know, like that's why I still prefer Godfather 1. So, yeah, I think I think I agree. I'll go Empire Strikes Back, although that's basically choosing between, you know, sapphires and emeralds. It's, it's two unbelievable things. All right, <laughs> let's see. That was, that was uh, a good you like that? <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. Um, this is from uh, Molly Gorch. She says, uh, first of all, we miss you and can't wait to have you back. Talking oh, about you, you, see? Oh, so now she's talking about you, though. No, no, no. I think she's talking about you, man, knowing that you're, you're down in Tampa. She wants you back, man. And her question is, she says, you've been in the clubhouse for almost 20 years. What's one thing you get a kick out of watching rookies or traded players figure out either specifically about the yankees clubhouse or major league in general uh man that's a good question uh because most of the time when guys get called up they're just scared to death and, and, and with the yankees it's just like it's like magnified so you can see it 
you know, guys are just spooked out, out of their minds, and just trying to figure out everything. And it's a big clubhouse. So, you know, just trying to figure out where Robbie's office is, trying to figure out if you got enough stuff. Um, but I, the thing about our clubhouse is, um, specifically, is that we have a good group of guys. So, you know, most of the time a guy gets called up, uh, called, uh, called up. Uh, most of the time a guy gets called up, uh, everybody's going over there to hang out, you know, say what's up. Um, you know, try to welcome him and, and, and make him feel comfortable. Um, but I think that the the hardest thing that I see guys um, early in my career is just adjusting. Because, um, you know, when you come up, a lot of the times, well, for me, it was, it was I was so young and, and the team was older. Um, so it was just, that was tough. Just seeing how young guys kind of like try and fit in socially and whatnot? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something like specifically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is it like, oh, like these dudes can't find where we hide the almond butter or something. Yeah, I don't know. Some, well, sometimes yeah. we do that. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the almond butter. <laughs> you hide the almond butter on them? You do, don't you? <laughs> no, but you guys are what? You'll hide different things like snacks and stuff like that or like no, the man. laundry? You, like, you'll ask somebody, where's the key to the batter's box? You know, go, go around and ask the, the ground school guy, we, we need to find the key to the batter's box. And then you see young guys just, you know, trying to figure that out. And so that's fun sometimes. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's a good prank. Um, no, almond right. butter is better. Yeah, almond you should. That's your next move, man. I'm just fueling <laughs> you with content. That's what I do. Um, Peter Vitello wants to know how impressive has LeMayhew been uh, for the team so far and come on the show soon. He also says he's a big fan of both of us in the pod. It's must listen every week. And thank you for a legendary career, Cece. Uh, thank you. Thank you. We're glad that you, uh, so many people come up to us and say uh, that they like the pod. Uh, that's cool. I know. It's a good feeling. Like at this point, you probably would rather that than somebody say, hey, I love your pitching, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better. Uh... What about LeMay? Nah, what about his question? Yeah, DJ's been, DJ's been awesome, man. Uh, and I think that's what, you know, everybody expected. I think that's what, you know, the front office expected when they signed him. Uh, just somebody that can be consistent in our lineup and, you know, just get, get hits when we need them. And, and uh, you know, he drives the ball, hits the ball in the gap, comes up with, you know, big singles and plays awesome defense. I mean, he plays great defense everywhere. So it's with all the guys that we have down, I mean, he's just going to be able to plug in for us huge and, you know, come up with some big knocks. You know, he, to me, see, he feels like the kind of guy who, like, you will just trust in a big at bat against any kind of pitching, you know? Yeah, for sure. But to do anything, you know, get a bunt down, move the runner over, sack fly, get a hit, you know, just professional hitter. And that, and that's something that we need in our, in our lineup. Exactly. It, like a different kind of hitter, too, than what you guys have. Um. Let's see. Oh, I like this question from Urban Balloon. He tweets at us and says, who remains on the Iron Throne? Wants to know who ends up winning it. Yeah, I was just saying, what if it's um, uh, Tyrion Lannister? Oh, that would be interesting, man. Bro, he's like a little roach, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's all, he always survives. Yeah, he does. You're right. <laughs> And, like, 
you know, there's a possibility that he's like not a Lannister, but instead a Targaryen. Because remember, like his dad has said, like, um, you know, I can't prove that you, you know, aren't my kid, so I have to treat you like you are. And you know, they no, always but, blame but even him in the very first, even in the very first scene when he first meets uh, Jon Snow. And, he, and he's talk, talking to him about uh, how to be a, you know, how to wear being a bastard. And Jon Snow turns around and goes, what do you know about being a bastard? He was like, every every dwarf's a bastard in, in his uh, dad's eyes. So, like, maybe that's like a clue, too. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, man. Dude, dude did you just, like, rewatch it recently? That was incredible. I literally just watched it right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, this second? It was, like, 15 minutes ago. That's what I told you. I'm watching it right now. Oh wait! So, are you actually watching Game of Thrones as we were? I'm watching Game of podcast? Thrones right now, bro. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So that's why you can distract. Yeah, what the hell, man? Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's right. Like, because there've been a couple moments where I'm like, is this is this paying attention or what? <laughs> now I know why. <laughs> nah, man, it's like it's a little more important things going on. Game of Thrones is on, and this shit starts on Sunday, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, the, you're like you're like I can't be bothered. I gotta get this done now. I gotta crank nah. out this marathon now. You know what? It's crazy. So it's on. I'm, I'm gonna just watch it. I'll be watching it the rest of the the rest of the week. Dude, I know. I'm like trying. I I've been like I've been rewatching all the seasons, and I'm like trying to get it done before the start of the new season. But what what, what season are you guys on? A third. Like, oh shit! You ain't get that done for you. I know, like, man. No way. So what are you gonna do now? What's the dilemma now? It's her fiance. She hasn't seen it, and it's the new season coming out. What are you gonna do? You're right. This is like a real thing, right? Like this is like thing right now. This is like something that like is going to be a big thing in your marriage. It will be. So this, a, is the, this is the first one. This is the first one. I I I've told her like I kind of like laid it out early. I was like, hey. I'm going to go on this journey with you. But if we don't finish it in time before the start of the season, you're on your own. I love you, but you're on your own. I got to watch she's this not, season she's, live. Not, she's not going to watch it. I don't think so, ma'am. I, I, like, no, she's she, not going because, to Because you have it, you're getting her into it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. you have to watch it with her. So no way she's going to finish it. You, you know what's funny about it too, man? Like, so uh, last night we were watching um, the end of season two and the beginning of season three. And like, she's like now for the first time, she's like, oh, wait, like, like I, I want to keep going. Like, or like, oh, I'm falling asleep. I don't want to miss a thing. We need to stop it. Like, I could see where it turned from like, where it was just like my show and she's trying to get into it to now where she's like. And now she's getting into it. And now you're about to ruin it, bro. <laughs> i know man but it's like i can't i can't wait you know what i mean like i i gotta do this because i'm afraid that, <laughs> like <laughs> you know it's a real dilemma you're afraid what <laughs> i'm afraid that like these episodes because there's so much hype around it that i'll never be able to like go without hearing what happens you know like yeah, that's what i'm goes. afraid of you know so I'm gonna tell for, for so like Saturday I'm gonna be gone for NBA playoffs for my first uh, playoff game. I'm gonna try and convince her like, just babe, why don't you just make it a marathon day for you? Watch as many episodes as you can, even if I'm not there. See if not she can catch happen. up. 
I know, man. It's not. It's not. It's I got to right. hope for like a rainy day or something like that. I, By the way, I still like, I don't know, man. Like I still am worried that they're going to give us some like, like unexpected, not happy ending, you know, where it's just like everybody we like dies. Yeah, but you know what, though? It's Game of Thrones, so who cares? Yeah, that's true. That's, you know it's the one like, show where they do that. I was trying to explain because Didi, uh, he's never seen it. And he was like, just explain to me, like, with the show. And I was like, just imagine the very first season, you're watching this show, and right when you just understand the characters, they killed the main character is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, they killed the main character right at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So... It's just one of those shows where that, like, at the end, if everybody dies, everybody dies. It's just that just is what it is. So it feel fitting. So kind of any ending, you know, will work for me in, in the, with the show. Yeah, I I, I kind of know what you mean in that regard because if they killed everyone, you would just be like, "Well, shit, that's what Game of Thrones does, man." I would love to see uh, uh, Khaleesi get in there. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, she's been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's got the dragon. She's in the most powerful position, I feel like. It, it could still end up being Cersei, too, because she's so good at playing the game. Now that, I would be pissed about. <laughs> she, she can't you know, win, bro. Like, like. Oh. See, do you have any particular way that you want to see Cersei die? I don't have any particular way, I, any necessarily way I need to see her die. Um, I just don't want to see her win in a position of power. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't, I don't think there's any way that she dies, bro. <laughs> you, you think she's gonna live? I think so. But what, wouldn't that be interesting if she lived? But if she was like put into like servitude or something like that? Yeah, I could see that. That'd be good. Yeah. What episode? What do you, uh, is, what do you think? I. You know what? I think. Push comes to shove, I think Daenerys will end up um, on the Iron Throne. I think that uh, Jamie will die. I think. Um, I think Jamie will die for, for sure. You think he's going to live? No, I think he dies. Yeah. You know what's funny? I, I started to really like Jamie's character over the last couple of years, but after the dude who actually plays him was. Uh, Ah, he played you. <laughs> now you want to die. <laughs> I don't need to root for Jamie Lannister to live anymore. Uh, that's great. After Nikolai, whatever his last name was, was so rude at the Nick game. It's like, all right, bro, <laughs> your character doesn't need to be winning at the end. That's okay. Uh, that's awesome. I love it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But I think Daenerys will end up on the Iron Throne. And I think what about Jon uh, Snow? I think Jon Snow will end up dead. I can like, he die think, though? Did he come back? Like, is is he? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I, that's a good question. Like, can he even die? But don't you? Couldn't you see him like sacrificing himself for her? Oh, one thousand percent. But I hope he don't do that bullshit. That would be so weak. <laughs> you don't want that. Oh man. Get the fuck out of here with that old nah, I don't want to see that. Oh man. Yo, we're gonna have to have like a a, a breakdown and preview after each episode during this season. That's gonna have to be like part of each of our R2C twos. Yeah, no doubt. Does anybody on the team well we know Adam yeah, watches a lot it? Of, a lot of guys on the team watch it. 
They do? Yeah, so we'll have to get some Game of Thrones fan teammates up in here uh, during the show. Hey, what about this Antonio Brown, Juju Schuster stuff, man? Yeah, so does something else happen today or just uh, him, him tweeting about him fumbling? He tweeted that and then he tweeted something else. I don't know what – I didn't understand it totally, but, like, do, are, you, are you worried about your new Raider here? Because this is a guy who you want to do a lot of damage for you in the silver and black. Nah, what does Sweets got to do with football? I don't know, man. He looks like he's, like, in a strange place emotionally. Oh, You're not worried about his production? Nah, I think it'll be fine. I mean, I am worried about his production because he's on the Raiders. But I'm not worried about Antonio Brown, the football player. I'm worried about Antonio Brown, like, the person. Like, what is he doing? Like, what's going on? Attacking his, you know, his former teammate, the guy that he was, like, bringing up. That'd be like me going after Dylan. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Me attacking Dylan on Twitter when I can just, like, call him or text him. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, do you know, are, are you allowed to say yet when you're going to be back up with the big club? Uh, no, I don't think I want to say that yet. I, I'll let them announce that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. I pitched good. Uh, I felt good uh, yesterday. Um, and I'm tired of being in Florida, so let's, let's see what happens. All right. So, so you're ready. Body-wise, arm-wise, strength-wise, you feel good? Yeah, you're man, I feel good. I do. I feel really good. It was good to get some extra time, uh, be able to build up and, and uh, you know, be able to come up and try to help well, I love it, man. I can't wait to get you back up here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to record in person. I'm around all next week. So as long as uh, you know, you're able to, to get back up here from, from Tampa, uh, we'll be back recording in person, and we'll keep it going with another R2C2 every Thursday, see? No, yeah, no doubt. Tell the people what to do, bro. That's right. Rate, review, subscribe, listen, keep it coming. We'll have a giveaway next week. Because you guys have given us now over a thousand five-star reviews, so you've earned it. Until then, see? We'll see you again next Thursday, bro. Yes, sir. See you, bro.